This is the Mind Your Business podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. This is episode 20, would you believe? And I'm joined as ever by my good friend, Alan Clark. And what are we talking about today, Alan? So we're going to talk about a distinction between work-life balance, which we're, we, we know about, we hear about, and, and, and we're all working towards it, into work-life integration. So we, we want the very best for our listeners. We, we want balanced, productive life. So we thought this would be a useful use of 30 minutes today. Absolutely. And so shall I, I'll, I'll kick us off then. Because I think this has become much more of an issue since the the lockdown of 2020, right? The great 2020 lockdown, as it will be known in the next 20, 30 years, when we all stopped having an office to go to and we were all forced to work from home. And what that effectively did is it broke down this kind of natural barrier between work life and home life. Because... For the majority of people, maybe not business owners, but for the majority of employees in businesses, they could leave work at the door, right? They left the office, switched off, drove home, turned up at house, and then they were in the home life. And now we're in this world where there is no office and the home life and the office life are one and the same. And and that's where the barrier is gone. And we're now in this world where it's you're walking past your office and your laptop when you're you know when you've once you put the kids to bed you're walking past that back bedroom which has got your off your laptop in and you're sneaking in and doing some emails and i guess it's exacerbated by the fact that you can't do anything else because during that lockdown you couldn't go to the pub you couldn't go to the cinema you could only go for one walk a day couldn't you back at the start so people were filling their time by doing extra work so that's i think that's where it's come from where what's happened i'm assuming are you having these conversations with your clients? I assume this is a fairly common subject for you. It is, it is huge. And, and actually on reflection, it's, it's becoming more and more common. And, and one of, one of the, the subjects that's coming up a lot is overwhelm. And overwhelm is a, is a, is a real thing. It's, it's a very heavy thing. And, and actually, I think it's a very detrimental thing if we are including well-being, but not just well-being, our performance. So, you know, it, it, and I do believe that lockdown and the way that we've been operating in lends itself to overwhelm. Uh, and to think, therefore, about a work-life integration and, and how to do that better than we have been doing it will give us all a competitive advantage and we'll feel much better. So real issue, very emotional uh, and very real. Agreed. Agreed. And I guess my, when we decided this was what we were going to talk about, I was interested to know, because this integration, work-life integration is a little bit more subjective, I guess. And having a work-life balance, if you ask someone, can you explain the perfect work-life balance? So everyone could give you a good enough answer on that, right? In that you're you're working when you need to be and then you're completely off doing other non-work things for the rest of your life and you've got a nice balance, right? That's straightforward. Work-life integration, I think people would have a range of different answers as to have you achieved that and what's optimum integration. 
Um, for me, what I found now I'm at home and I'm not commuting is that I work, I work the same amount every every day, right? I'm, I'm doing the same amount of work as I was doing when I was going to the office every day, but my working hours are completely different because I've, I now take my daughter to school every day. So my diary is just built around that. And I help my wife with the baby's lunch every day now. And it's, again, it's in my diary. And so, but I then do an hour and a half in the evening that I wouldn't have done last year. But it's not because my work-life balance is skewed. It's just because it's it's kind of, the I'm doing the same amount of work, just spread around the day. And, and actually, what is an optimum situation for me? And I'm assuming... You're, I know you're one of those people that gets up for fun at four o'clock in the morning and goes off and walks the dog and stuff. Are you finding your working hours have changed fundamentally because of lockdown? Yeah, yes, uh, I, absolutely. And I find that... I, so I need to be more... I need to be really disciplined on, on my time. But I... And this this is mindset. We talk about mindset quite a lot actually every week every yeah, week. we do we do we do <laughs> we do but that it for me there's been a shift in mindset of, of how i'm looking at my time and the, the truth is if i truly own my time in the business that i'm running i can have a more yeah it is a, a more integrated approach to life so exactly that i can walk my daughter to school I, I can do X, Y, and Z that I couldn't before. But the the, the, the risk here is that I, I can fill every single second of my day with, with stuff I think a lot easier. So I'm maybe not articulating myself 100% here. So I, I think there's, I, I genuinely think with the hybrid um opportunity open to all of us in terms of physical and, and virtual that there is a, a big opportunity there for, for a better quality of life i i really do believe that but it's a new skill set and that requires probably more self-discipline to be able to boundary it to, to enable you to access that that better quality of life and I think that's exactly the issue because you can achieve, you've got to achieve optimum work-life integration now because that's the modern world in a way that doesn't affect the overall work-life balance because that is still a thing. You still need to balance off the amount of time you're working with the amount of time you're not. And I guess this we're in this, this sort of new world now where the nine to five is not a concept for anyone anymore. It's because everyone's life is integrated. I remember when back in the the summer last year, we are out of office changed to, you know, we're still here, but we are working really strange hours because we're homeschooling our kids. And everyone in the office had, had a personal situation, which meant that that working hours were all everywhere. And so it was, you'll get emails from us at strange times in the evening. Don't worry about it. It's not because we're all working super long hours and, you know, chained to our desks. It's just, that's the way of it. But also, please understand that if you email us at three o'clock on a Thursday afternoon, that doesn't mean we'll be in the office because we are all doing different things now in order to kind of keep some semblance of normality in life, mainly for the children who are 
having to be homeschooled. And that, that felt like it worked really well, but it did mean that we had clients that where the boundary used to be five o'clock. And if anyone ever rang you after five o'clock, they'd start with, I'm really sorry, are you still in the office? Is it okay? To get in calls at seven o'clock in the evening without anyone batting an eyelid. Once I had a client ring me about half past nine Hadn't even noticed. I said, I'm really sorry. I didn't even notice the time. I I didn't start work till two o'clock, and I've just been working through. And I didn't even. I've missed my dinner. I didn't even know what time it was. And and that that's this new world that we're in, right? So and that that's okay for the business owners. I think this all comes back in my mind. The business owners are used to working extra and longer and odder hours. It's the team that of uh, this is new for so have you got if you've got a if a business owner came to you and said look we're coming out of lockdown pandemic sort of world now and we're coming into this new hybrid half at home half in the office or, or at least the modern progressive firms are doing that some people are demanding people come back and that's a separate podcast on its own but if you're managing a team and you're in this hybrid world what what advice would you give to business owners to help their their staff maintain balance? Because I think the integration will happen. It's whether they can do that whilst maintaining balance. Would you just be talking to them about boundaries and your, you know, every hat that everyone has to wear, the different hats? Or have you got a different model? What would you say? No, no, I think I think that's a really good start. I, I, the, the one word that I think will make all this work much easier is the word clarity. So if, I, if I'm working at home as an employee or a member of the team and I'm dead clear about what my job role is and what I've got to accomplish for, to, for a good job, uh, then, then that's fantastic because I can then manage my time, integrate my, my life and my, and my business whilst at home and as long as I'm delivering um, on these expectations, then I'm doing a good job or a great job. That feels great. I'm motivated, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'm actually doing quite a lot of work at the moment with businesses on on role profiles, on culture. And it is all based, not all based, but a lot of it's based on clarity and people really getting dead clear what their role absolutely is versus what, the next person's role absolutely is what is my unique contribution and how can I excel in my role? And if that is clear to me, then I honestly take the view is that it doesn't matter if I'm doing that from um, my, my home office or the kitchen table. Yeah, yeah I, I, there's some well-being aspects in there, but, but, but if we're talking about the actual delivery of the role versus in at the office, so that would be the first one on clarity. The second one then absolutely would be how do we look after our teams? You know, how do we keep them included? So definitely re regular uh, team calls for sure. Um, reach out and um, please make a decision around your expectation around email and times and switch off uh, and be really supportive to your team. The, 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 there has been studies all through lockdown on productivity, and, and I'm you, you're increasingly realizing how, how powerful productivity actually is. And that the, there is more and more and more evidence that productivity is higher in this hybrid space. Um, it's actually higher. Uh, uh, while really, you no, know, yes, it is. 
Um, so, so that's great news. So if I if I know that it, it, there's productivity in the system, it's higher versus pre-COVID world, then by really using my leadership to, to create clarity for my team and look after that team, then that's the best possible shape. I think that, that would be a really good setup map for me. I think I, I'm exactly where you are. I wonder if this is because we've, I think we've probably had this conversation about my business as you've been coaching me, but I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I've been seeing the same, I mean, we've seen a massive improvement in productivity from our people in my team um, since they've been working from home. And I, and that seems to be in the big data that everyone is seeing on a national level. Mm -hmm. I do wonder if that's skewed because at the moment, there is there is very little well there certainly was up until a few weeks back there was very little people could do they were working at home and they were looking after the kids and they were going for one exercise trip out a day and that was it and so they were i think a lot of people were sneaking in extra hours of work just to just because they had nothing else to do they'd finished netflix and so what else can you do um so i wonder if now the pubs are opening and everything else is coming back online whether the work from home productivity is going to dip and be interesting to know. I do know from my personal experience, my team is much more productive at home than in the office, but also my team can literally cannot wait to get into the office, not because they want to have their productivity drop, but they're, we're a small team. The culture is such that we work as a team and they want to all be together in the same room. And I, you know, I love that. As a as a leader, that's what I want to hear, right? You want the team to want to work together. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna before we go on to the next point, and we're going to talk, I think, about bringing people back from the working solely at home and in, and we're going to talk about Google and what they've mm -hmm. done in a minute. I just want to talk about this concept of being able to work from anywhere. I haven't mm -hmm. told you this story, but it might make you smile. So we had a situation, literally a situation. Um, back end of last month where we we most of what we do is deadline driven in my business and we had a client that for one reason or another had a very odd deadline and we were working to the end of the month as the deadline um i i think my client listens to this podcast he's going to know this and this is going to not shock him but it's going to make him smile too so we we're all working to this deadline and the deadline was the 30th because that's the same as every other company and then literally and we we would we were working really far through this project and we're nearly at the end but on the 27th one of my team at about five o'clock in the evening no not even that it's about seven o'clock in the evening messaged me and said I've, I've i'm i'm disgusted with myself was her words I've, I've dropped the ball here this stuff needs to be filed today what are we going to do and we we got over the initial oh my god <laughs> what's going to happen and i messaged the client and i said this has happened, right? We're, we can we can fix it. We've got enough time to fix it, but it's going to mean that we might be going at 11 o'clock, half 11 tonight. Is that okay? And it ended up, we to, you know, cut the long story short, we got to the point where the client, at the end of it, we were apologizing profusely and he was, he was thanking us massively for fixing this problem. He's like, I appreciate what's happened, but actually... I don't know of another business that does what you used to do that would be doing this at 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And we're the other way. We cannot believe we've got this point. We don't do deadlines. We're miles ahead of them normally. 
So that was the situation. But throughout the whole of this, well, not the whole of this, but that day, I'd not been in the office. I took my daughter uh, on this massive long cycle ride and I was broken. I was literally, I got off, I, we, we did three and a half hours on our bikes, right? Which is a long way for a seven-year-old. It's a long way for a 41-year-old, I tell you. And and um, so I spent, I, I was in the bath, literally <laughs> running this crisis management situation in a, in a bubble bath, trying to chill out with my team member having no clue of this, my client having no clue, messages going everywhere. And and you know what? It, you can work for, like You can work from anywhere. As long as you can communicate, and we didn't do any video chat, so it's okay. But <laughs> we ran this this massive crisis, and neither of them, until I've now put it out on live on the podcast, neither of them knew this was the fact that we did that whole evening, and I spent two hours in the bath trying to soak away the pain in my legs, and off we go. And that's the reality. Does, does anyone care that I was sat in the bath? No. Does Does it affect the end product? No. So why should you care if you're colleagues are sat in the office or sat in their kitchen or sat in a in a chalet in the middle of the Cotswolds doesn't matter does it it literally doesn't matter we need to as leaders get over ourselves I think there's too many too many businesses that don't get that as a concept although two things I want to quickly say here one you you were most definitely Matt in that moment modeling work-life integration um so the, the Gandhi quote of be the change you want to see, I think, is uh, you're being congruent. Um, but, you know, it has the, the whole, the, the, this whole working from home virtually, the hybrids, has so many, so many advantages. You know, my, 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 my cousin was telling me he's a, he's a very successful management consultant. You know, uh, he's the guy that, you know, I guess the, the top CEOs, uh, he's questioning <laughs> X, Y, and Z, and nobody would ever go there, and he does, and great. But, you know, he said that he, he tried to go here in this sort of hybrid virtual approach 2008, and he was ready for it. He thought it was so many different benefits, but the, the infrastructure just wasn't there. The mindset wasn't there, and the infrastructure wasn't there in terms of tech. But what he can do now is he can offer his consultancy at a much lower price because he's not taking a, a plane to New York or Taiwan or or he's not stuck in hotels for all of his life. So his health is infinitely better. Uh, and, and actually what you're then, the company are getting is his, his, his huge intelligence. Um, over Zoom, virtually half the price. You know, what... what, what the, you poke an argument in that. There is it's win, 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 win. You know, so yeah, powerful. We're in a new paradigm, paradigm, and uh, let's embrace it. This hybrid world and work-life integration is is quite a it's quite a good way to think about it. So I've got two things that I want us to cover. Garby, I'd really actually would would value your your thoughts on these two things. So firstly, I I. I was having lunch earlier, face-to-face lunch with someone. How lovely is that, right? We miss these things. But I was having lunch with someone today, um, an ex-colleague of mine who's now set up his own business. And we were talking about his wife's situation, as you do. We said, said, you know, how is she doing? Is she back to work? Is she working at home? Because he was saying, now he's been working at home and now he's back out kind of seeing clients again in the flesh. And he said, well, yeah, 
she's you know they've got a young family as lots of employees do right he said yeah the issue is she's been working at home getting on brilliantly and now they've demanded she goes back into the office every day and and she went back to them and said well could i do two days at home and two days in the office because it's a 45 minute commute blah 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 you know i've you can see i've done over and above and they just nope nope we want everyone in the office flat no didn't even entertain a conversation and he said it's fine you know reality is she'll she'll have a linkedin recruiter messenger in the next six weeks because that's the world we live in and the first job that takes her eye she'll go for and you think how how short-sighted is that there's like i mean i guess it shows the culture of a leader right if the leadership of that business that's its mentality then that's the mentality but that doesn't feel like the 2021 approach to this conversation. So that's point one. Uh, before you answer that, my other point <laughs> is regarding Google's take on that. So have you heard this? Google have issued a, their policy on all their staff returning to the office. And it's it's a, in, a, in pure classic Google, it's three words. The whole policy is three words. And the three words that govern, if you're a Google employee, whether you go back to the office or not, is flexibility and choice. So basically, it's over to you, Gov. Right? If you want to come back in, you come back in. If you want to stay at home, you stay at home. If you want to do a hybrid, you do a hybrid. And I know Google have access to all the technology in the world, right? However, that's their mentality with their people. They're not, they haven't got to where they have by making silly decisions have they so maybe that's that's the other take on this this kind of is it short-sighted you think to demand your staff all come back now i appreciate some businesses need need everyone there for some reason or other yeah. but yeah that's yeah. that's that's the last you know we've got eight minutes left dissect that talk to me if, if you've got a business yeah. owner that says this is my take on it how would you answer them I, I, I think you're right. First of all, if, if it's cl clearly there are some businesses that you need people physically there, we know that. So retail, so hospitality, right? So, but you're not talking about that, are you? You're talking about if there's choice. Um, could, could the job be done at home uh, as effectively as in the office? And if the answer to that is yes, which is the vast majority of businesses out of that, then, then let's have a conversation. You know, I'm, I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm um, I, I think that is extremely short-sighted. I think people businesses will lose top people, and their competitors will get the benefit. I think it's as simple as that. I, I think the Google approach is right, and 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 what is allowing this choice is technology. Is technology. Is the technology is good enough? We've evolved, and 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 that the, there's hard evidence to say productivity is even higher. So if you are insisting everyone comes back to the office, even though you know that the, the role can be done equally effectively or arguably even better, and that employees got the got the flexibility and choice can do a bit of both so keeps a human human contact physically if they want but but also can can be at home then you know if you're not tapping into that then you've got i, I would question the leadership the mindset and the why 
And I suspect what we'll uncover is, is a tendency for micromanagement, lack of trust, and, and these sorts of leadership characteristics. So, you know, yeah, I, 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 I'm loving this. I love that Google uh, HR policy. I love it. Uh, I, the other thing, I just say, the, the very front page of the latest Harvard Business Review, right? So the, genuinely, they do know what they're talking about. Um, it's a Lego man, picture of a Lego man, and his top half is a suit, his bottom half is a pair of boxer shorts and slippers, and he's carrying a briefcase. And the caption on the front page says, do hybrid right. Harvard Business Review. You know, uh, and then loads and loads and loads of stuff in it. So, you know, that that's the enlightened way forward. And I'm a huge advocate of that enlightened way forward because I think, human, back to the whole podcast title about work-life integration, it is possible to access a higher quality of life here, but it takes a new mindset and it takes self-discipline, but, but it, it is there for the taking. I, yeah, I think you're, that's definitely the way the world is moving. And you wonder if in 10 years time, if, if you're not in that hybrid, if you're not offering remote hybrid working, you're going to limit, you're going to have a, in 10 years time, you're going to have a massive limit on the amount of people that you're going to be able to hire. Your talent pool is going to be really small, really, really small. But it's kind of like, you see rubbish job adverts now that have like got things in there that you shouldn't be putting in. You shouldn't put it in. It should be taken as a, as a given, not as a, as a benefit. Like, I was looking at one the other day and it had its benefits were um, free park, free on-site parking and competitive rates of pay. And it was minimum wage. That's not competitive rates of pay. That's that's what your mandate. You have to pay that. And you, if that's the best two things you've got to say about that job, something, you know, it's not a very good job, is it? So the reality is you're going to, I think, it's going to become not it's not going to become optional i think this is going to become the norm and in three four years time you know it's going to be the case of it's not going to necessarily be legislated against but it's going to there's going to become this natural bias that if you want access to the best people and every business should want access to the best people it's going to be an absolute prerequisite that you allow them to work flexibly and have this integration approach to work-life balance. That's the bo- that's the bottom line, right? I agree. I think you've summed that up brilliantly. And, if, and and therefore, in the spirit of build the business today that you want in three years' time, if you can see from today that that's the way the world's going, and you have to be pretty blind to see that it's not. If that's the way the world's going, and you build the business today that you want in three years, you need to build it now. Simple as that, right? So there we go. That's a that's a bit of a bold statement, but I think cards on the table. If you're not if you're not allowing your staff a hybrid return to work model, then you're gonna you're you are hamstringing your ability to sort of retain and attract the best people. That's the bottom line, as I see it. That, that's the bottom line. I, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and you're missing out on the productivity gains that inevitably will ha- come from happy people 
um, that that are are actually raising their performance for your company because, and it is cause and effect, because of the flexibility and choice. You know what? I, I, I love it. I have to be careful here because I'm, I'm a bit biased towards flexible because we were flexible when we started in 2019. Before it was cool and everyone had jumped on the flexibility bandwagon, we had hybrid working in our business. But, but it's definitely... I, I I cringe when I see when when I have the conversation like I did with that chap at lunchtime, and you just think that's a decent business that his wife works for, and it's it's just not going to be there in three years. It's going to have massive issues. Well, that, that that one business, and I don't know who I don't know what business this is, but let, let's let's be honest. Imagine there's ten people in that business. Maybe it's a lot more. But imagine there's ten, and that's the policy. Uh, and you've got to question the why behind it, which I'm poking it could be that what I said it was. Then what happens is you start to lose your best people, and, and suddenly the whole thing's under pressure. So the whole micromanagement control goes up a notch, and then you're bringing in people of not of the same caliber. And you're right. What 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 have you got left? It's certainly not an optimal business for sure. And all because the cho- it was it was the opposite of flexibility and choice. And so, in order to replace those people you've now lost, because you're going to lose people in this mm-hmm. basis, right? What's going to happen? You're going to have to go into the job market, and you're going to get told by everyone in the job market, all the recruiters, everyone on LinkedIn, right? We need to recruit five of these people. When this is our salary range, and the first thing you're going to find out is, would well, you offer flexible working? No, we don't. Well, then there you go. Yeah. So you're going to end up where you you're going to end up in this flexible working, but you're going to be three years or eighteen months or whatever it is. You're going to miss it, and you're going to lose some of your best people. That's the bottom line, as I see it. So that's why getting this integration approach correct and getting your work life balance of your team correct feels like one of the most important things a business owner can be doing at the moment. Brilliant. I totally agree with you. Fantastic. And we're learning. We're learning as we're doing. You know, it's. Um, that this this uh, work life integration, this hybrid approach, we're learning. Um, but but you know that that is everything. There are people that are enlightened, that are leading the way, that are growing rapidly um, with this hybrid model. I love it. I, I I think it takes the shackles off. I think it has so many benefits that we we can't cover because I know we're out of time. But yeah, I, I say embrace it genuinely embrace it and the work for me two words that come out are 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 happiness and productivity and that's that's the that's the dream isn't it Uh if you said right if i (laughs) if i can build a team of people that are really happy in what they do and have this amazing productivity level (laughs) exactly it's not it's not it's not hard in terms of that's obviously the way everyone wants to go yeah but there we go right that's 31 minutes, Alan, just like that. So we're going to leave it there for now. We will be back next week with some some more podcast dynamite. Um, but for now, if, you, if you're liking what you're hearing, always feel free to drop us a review or a like or ping us a message on LinkedIn or an email. We love that. Otherwise, we'll be back next week. That's all from me. And that's all from Alan. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you soon. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast.